Hey, jibbers and jabbers, it's J-Mac here. This is just for you audio listeners. Thank you very much for listening to us as long as you have. We much appreciate it and we hope you're still enjoying it. But we would love it if you would go and subscribe to our YouTube channel. If you love what you hear, you'll love what you see. Get over there now, click on subscribe to keep up to date. Thank you. episode 100 and here we are uh that new intro is really really good <laughs> I, I know. Yeah, yeah the music courtesy of the the one and only synth lords well it was yeah, actually it was andy yeah it was just uh, andy. from from synth lords the guys mm. clearly mega talented and then the the visual aspect of that as well scott kempick as always the guy never fails so huge thanks to those guys for making that i mean that's pretty much the way it's going to be from now on that nice wee intro not the cool countdown but the the intro the mm. the jibber jabber thing i think that's bloody smashing <laughs> actually, joining us, eh? I've, got, I've got something special for the 100th episode man you want to see it <laughs> go for <laughs> it get a wee birthday cake <laughs> right. what do you mean what mate one right, one, 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 one two three you're right you need to blow it out in the count of three right one two three <laughs> <laughs> <That's> <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> oh you swearing already look at that. that's one of my favorite <laughs> smells the smell of success <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, if you, guys, if you're joining us at home, this is our 100. Well, it's actually not really our 100th episode. It is kinda, but like we started and we done a, a wad of episodes, and then we realised that you had to pay to host them, and we're like, oh no, so we just started <laughs> again and started afresh. So we actually have have done more than 100 episodes, but what we've, uh, you know, what we've kind of, but since we restarted it and kind of took the YouTube serious, it's one. 100 episodes in now yeah and the good thing is we are now paying for it but it pays for itself which is and nice. then some and then some and then some and then some exactly. especially, especially when there's anniversaries related to the episodes that we've done uh, that gets us more views and gets us more money so that was <laughs> a good month last month <laughs> <laughs> ross gunning says evening guys congrats thanks my man so ross has actually been a part of our journey this year as well uh for anybody that's watching that's followed us from the very beginning we started off as a measly wee podcast that you could only hear uh, not even on not even on spotify it was just podbean and it was actually yep. podomatic uh and then we kind of <laughs> grew we grew and grew and, and rocks has kind of helped become a part of that success also recently with the box office banter and the affiliation with bathgate cinema which just for us is it's it's one of the things we set out to do when we first started doing this podcast would be like you know we should review movies and, and talk talk about it and all that cool stuff right yep yep it's um it was <laughs> that was the the aim right at the beginning was just to talk movies and review movies it, it's obviously grown arms and legs since then it kind of naturally takes a flow we think let's man fancy doing an episode on this i let's try it. let's try whatever <laughs> let's let's yeah. do anything and everything um yeah but i think we have the, had movies mm -hmm. are still that's still our main focus yeah we have we have had the uh the conversation with executive kind of people who have said 
you guys would grow a lot faster if you stuck to one lane and preferably a niche lane, which is true. But the thing about us is we kind of like to we kind of like you guys to be the fly on the wall of our conversations. And that's kind of always as it's been like J-Mac and I, to kind of give you some context, when we first started this podcast, it was because our conversations would garner interest from people around us. And it was never about the one thing. Granted, like 70% of it was movies, but sometimes we just go off into the side and just completely start talking about aliens and Bigfoot and all that cool stuff. And or sometimes you would just you, sometimes you would just steal the seat that I came in early to get. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go right back to the very beginning as to how this became what it is. So J Mac and I obviously. So to give you a, a bit of a a bit of an insight to what this episode is going to be. Usually we have a format to a show. This is completely no format. J Mac, you've seen the format I sent you. What did I, what did I send you earlier? It said there is no format. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Yeah. Well, and then, and then just before we came on, he says, right, I've sent you the actual format. So I click on that and it says there's still no format. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, flying by the seat of my jammy bottoms right now. <laughs> so this is a, this is literally just going to be a, for anybody watching new and for anyone that's watching this not live and people watching it live people listening at home on spotify apple music and everywhere else you can hear podcasts this is our story how we got from a b to c and why we want to go to the d (laughs) (laughs) nobody Um, can resist the d exactly exactly and if if you guys have anything you want to ask us put it in the comment section we will bring it up and we'll, we'll chat to you about it if you've got memories with us if you've been on the show and you're watching tonight uh, or listening in the archives, <laughs> go ahead and uh, you know tell us what it was like for you to actually be on the Jibber Jabber podcast. And what's funny is since doing Jibber Jabber podcast, I'm like the only one of us that's not been on another podcast. <laughs> like you went on that thing with a, what'd you call it? Um, the Luke Mitchell thing. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. That was that was interesting. It was, it was funny to see you on another show. It, it was it was strange being on another show. I felt like I was cheating on you. <laughs> Mate, I was um, there egging you on in the comments. I was like, there he is, man. There he is. <laughs> were you egging me on or ripping the piss? <laughs> Mate, I was sick. Mate, I was like the dad that's just got his son en- enrolled in the football game and he's like screaming every time his son touches the ball. <laughs> I was like, there he is, J Mac. Took screenshots and everything. I was like, ah. <laughs> uh, Maui boy's really been getting into football recently, and he's like, "Dad, I want to go. I want to go and play on a football team." And I'm like, "No, because then I need to mingle with football parents." Uh, <laughs> really? Uh, so we are going to go back to the start, where it all began, and tell you about some of our trials, our tribulations, and some of our successes, and some of the things that didn't kind of work out. Uh, so strap in uh, if you're not interested, then go and watch Brookside or something. Is that even still on? <laughs> Brookside. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. I don't uh, think so, man. It's maybe it's maybe on the first series in Egypt and or something, but I don't think it's on our TV anymore. Uh, oh, uh, oh, well. That's a blast for the past and then some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So let's go to the past. Say about two two or so years ago, uh, we started and uh in the same workplace and i kind of first met you because i was talking to your your older brother and you came walking in and i was like he's your older brother because i thought you were older just by proxy uh which (laughs) which Mm. you get a lot right Uh, i do get that a lot i I mean it's (laughs) he's six years older than me but apparently uh i don't know maybe it's the the beard and the weight (laughs) (laughs) makes me look look older i think when someone first kind of comes across you 
just I think, filthy. <laughs> I think when someone it's, first this meets podcast you. is it's degraded itself to utter <laughs> filth, and we should be absolutely ashamed of it. Utter Phil Mitchell. Um, <laughs> when uh, when that does when when people meet you for the first time, I think that may be the case, but not so much when you get to know you. And so, so I met you, and we were. I think that. I think I was just finishing up listening to a podcast and I was chatting to you a bit and you were like, I was like, what's your, what do you like podcasts? And you're like, oh, I listen to Bill Burr. Well, all right, cool. Gave you a couple of recommendations, which I don't think you ever followed up on. Then no. you got moved on to my shift, right? You got moved on to my shift. I think we started working near each other. And then naturally when you start chatting and start chatting about movies, I was like, wait a minute. This guy Ken's movies. We are laughing at <laughs> I just remember like the times where where you weren't working near me, you're working in our department. You still, I'd look up every now and again, just see you like this. <laughs> All right, J Mac. <laughs> like, just doing no work whatsoever and just <laughs> coming over. Mate, a conversation. I was doing work, but but just because of my presence there, you just assume I wasn't. I was going from <laughs> one department to another because I was multi-trained. <laughs> so oh, uh, yes, on the CV and everything. So I am. Um, I would always kind of see you, we'd chat about movies, and you'd always, you, there's a thing about you that uh, you're really good at remembering the dialogue, like, word by word. Me, I, I give you the gist of it. For example, Harold Faltermeyer, Harry Fartbanger. I give you the gist of it. <laughs> Fartbanger has to go down as one of the best kind of mispronunciations in history. So, <laughs> oh, and then the music by Big, uh, big Harry Fartbanger. It's like I'll be Harold Faltermeyer. <laughs> <laughs> that um, that was uh, and by the way, once we've kind of given you a bit of a backstory here, we are going to pull up our YouTube channel and go back to the start and kind of critique our own work uh, and tell you some insider and what went on around a lot of this stuff. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. I'm really looking forward to it. And even if no one watches it or likes it, this isn't for you guys, actually. No, this time. This is for <laughs> us. So we're going to have a blast doing this, and we're going to have a blast re-watching this. Yeah, we're um, going to have a blast, and we're going to have a fairy cake. <laughs> He's eating on the shoulder. So, <laughs> that's a no, new one. Oh. <laughs> Don't. So... Uh, <laughs> So we got we got to chatting. I was at the point in my life where I was like, right, I've come to a creative standstill because the music thing's not really happening because I'm a collaborator, not so much someone that works on his own. And I was sick of relying on people that were pish and just would always go away and join other bands, etc. So I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. I started a podcast called Kevin Whatever Podcast. Uh, you can still find that on iTunes, uh, Google Podcast, no Apple Podcast. <laughs> the best Don't thing you... see, see yeah. the thumbnail for it, the, the wee image. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, just like yeah, I don't know if you'll be able to find that easily enough yeah, to show it here, but it's, it was amazing, man. I think it was just on like a Snapchat filter, like that cartoonified you, but you just looked because because you've got that. Let me see the crazy eye, because you've got that look about you. The cartoon image was just fucking hilarious. <laughs> it was class. So they came with a podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted something that reflected my personality, and that that done it perfectly. So I am. Um, so I created the Kevin Whatever podcast and would, I mean, I mean, do you remember when I very first started that podcast, it was so frustrating. I had like an old Xbox headset that was burst, uh, a laptop that was missing keys, a laptop was slow, it was farty. Uh, we, we tried so many times to record episodes that you just couldn't hear me and could only hear you. And all the technical stuff was absolutely shocking, man. Yeah. It was rotten. The technical stuff was <laughs> the worst part about it. So, like fast forward two two years, we've come on quite a bit, right? <laughs> Technically, yeah. 
even which if you, is even if you look at our backgrounds and stuff mm-hmm. it's all it's all definitely evolved and i think it's still got a way to go um which I always think, will i think um covid kind of had us at the point where we could only record separately and now recording separately I, th- I think it does have its it does have its benefits in some way but for me personally i just love being in the in the same room recording so hopefully mm-hmm. we can get back to doing that again pretty yeah. soon that'd be um, pretty cool got a good space for it here as well if not there's studio space now that we've got access to so yeah yes let's we'll do that um, again soon i think this is i do love this though i'm not i don't look at this format and go oh this sucks i actually quite like it uh, it gives full control over interacting with the audience and stuff which makes a big difference which is why we love doing this this way anyway so you came on a podcast of mine, and I, at the point I was like, right, I'm, I'm going to see this through. I'm going to start a podcast, and I'm going to see it through. I'm, it doesn't matter how crap it is. I expect it to be crap at the start. If you're going to do something, you're gonna, if you're new at anything, right, enjoy being crap, right? You're never <laughs> going to walk into it and be like, ah, look at this, man, <laughs> right? It does happen, but very, <laughs> it's like oh, 2% of the time, 2% of the time. Best thing is, is when, when you look back at the earlier episodes, even, I'm not even talking about the Kevin, whatever, um looking back at the earlier stuff it's almost like at the time we thought they were good but looking at it now it's almost like a blooper reel um <laughs> not all not all of them but there are some where you just kind of go oh my god yeah oh yeah and we're going to get into some of these videos that we did as well that you'll be like oh my god uh, but but stay tuned for that it is coming please don't leave us yet um so we you came on the show to talk about sleep paralysis because i was like right if i'm going to do this podcasting thing i need to take it seriously and i won't um i won't give up on it because you should you should want it to kind of to be crap to begin with that way you can you can learn um and oh we've got a comment here coming in from graham mollison how's the daniel harris one going um i mean i've reached out to our agent we're waiting but uh sometimes they do that sometimes they make you wait ages or they just don't respond to you so graham go on to her social media and tell her to get on this show i did tell her that uh that people wanted her on but at this point it's just a waiting game mate they've probably just seen it and left us on red which happens arnie does that to me like every time i message him <laughs> <laughs> that's because you say, say things like all right arnie a big shagger want to come on my show <laughs> it's, it's not the it's not the most kind of professional letterhead to put. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we'll, we'll actually get into that kind of stuff as well. So I'm going to speed up the, the process here on how this kind of came to be. So you came on uh, one of my episodes, and, and at this point I was like, this is the missing ingredient. I enjoy talking to you. And I think over everything, the, the really good part of our show is the fact that we make it what it is. And I think you could strip back everything. And as long as us two are in a room, the show will always be what it is. You get me? Like yeah. you could leave the show tomorrow and it would still be the Jibber Jabber podcast, but it would not be what it is. So for me, it would it would die right there. So hi. <laughs> there you go, J Mac. <laughs> if you ever if you ever felt uh expendable, <laughs> I hope I've squashed that for you. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think um uh, I, I have no doubt that if it wasn't for if it wasn't for you, your input and your kind of constant drive, there's a good chance that it might have died out a long time ago. Um, but not through not through not enjoying it. But you you just you seem to have this way about just coming up with ideas that sound crazy, and then 
somehow you get them to work. Um, well, for example, I, I'll kind of touch upon that. So we're like, okay, let's start doing this thing. We'll call it maybe the weekly. We had a plan. We kind of planned out, you know, we'll come up with something. And then what happened was uh, I said, you know, why don't we call it the weekly Jibber Jabber, right? Yeah, oh, that's cool. And that kind of evolved into Jibber Jabber podcast, which was no longer the Kevin Whatever show or the Kevin Whatever podcast. It was Jibber Jabber podcast because I didn't want it to just be about me because it's not. We create this podcast, and then I'm like, right, J-Mac, here's things I would love to do in the future, right? We should go to conventions, right? Offer them something in return to speak to the, the actors, get them on the show. I would also love to go to a cinema and, and do you remember me saying that? How cool would it be if we could put the movies on that we love and we could do all the promotion and all that cool stuff? Yep. All, all things that very much, very much came came true and and every time we kind of stop and look at the things we're doing i always say to you <laughs> diamond diamond guy guy I am. <laughs> because everything that everything that's kind of materialized is is stuff that that came out of our mouths actually here's something that's really funny you and i at this point with this podcast have made more money than the company we were working for when we were <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that's probably true. <laughs> no, it's true. They they were that's always true. they were always making a loss. That's why they went under. Right? We've made more money than Kayam, which had like three hundred employees. <laughs> Mate, that is going on my MySpace. Well, they made like four hundred quid. <laughs> I'm one month. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's it's funny. It's it's funny. This this bit, it, it kind of presented as this kind of really successful uh, production company. Big, big premises, loads of employees. Were you making money? Nope. <laughs> Hell no. Um, the really cool thing as well is when we first started this podcast, you know how many people have said to me, you'll never make money on a podcast. Uh, it'll be done. You know, you'll be done in four weeks, you know. Just the, the amount of people that, like, there was more people saying, who's this guy I think he is or who do these guys think they are? I'm going to bit out of focus here. Um who do these guys think they are? Who's this guy think he is? Never make money. He'll never do this, never do that. And yet, I've never seen a podcast grow as fast as we have in the last two years. Not unless you're already famous. That's the annoying exactly. thing. Exactly. The, when the people <laughs> people that are already famous come out with podcasts and they instantly get millions and millions of downloads. Mm -hmm. And it's annoying. And another thing that's annoying is podcasts, like they started off as like the anybody's platform and it was the, the space where every man could just kind of get his stuff out and then you, you get the national podcast awards and it's always like the bbc that win it and it just seems a bit it's a bit unfair uh, we're kind of cobbling things together to make a show and it's the the bbc that are the ones that kind of come out on top every time and it's just no fair on the wee guys no fair kevin seems to have disappeared and unlike him i don't have this ability just to keep talking and bringing things along um so i'm just gonna sit here and stare awkwardly Wee! Gonna go home now. in all seriousness though um <laughs> unbelievable unbelievable right <laughs> this is this is a first Mate, this has never never happened, happened in hundred episodes. This has never happened. Imagine this. So what's just happened is my uh, my PC's just completely been like, oh, we came up with an error and completely shut down. And I think that's basically because I said, yo, we've never had the you know we had all these technical issues and now they're gone. Um, 
I can't get over this. I can't get over this. What the hell? This never happens. I can, t- I can tell you waiting. Wait. The, you're waiting <laughs> on it come back up. You're like, you're like restarting. What the hell was that all about? I hope nobody's tuning in now to see this. <laughs> There's people laughing, using the laughing emojis. Um, <laughs> so where, where were we there when my computer just decided to completely smash? Uh, we were talking about how it's kind of unfair that the people that have already got huge followings start podcasts and just steal all the traffic, basically. Well, and I mean, uh, like, I suppose you've got have... the the podcast awards, uh, national podcast awards. It's always like the BBC that win it, and mm-hmm. it's like, oh, that's that's not fair. The podcast yeah. started as something for every man, and it's just been stolen somewhere out there in lonely dark corners. There are podcasters struggling to make ends meet, tirelessly creating content for you, the listeners, to enjoy and to give their lives true meaning. They survive on nothing but old tech and dead batteries. They don't know how to ask for help, so have asked me, a professional voiceover, uh, to do it for them. For just the price of a t-shirt or a hoodie, you could buy a t-shirt or a hoodie to help support poor podcasters like these two. Just text PODITY to 889-876. In fact, don't. They couldn't pay the phone bill, so the text don't bloody work. Head to jibberjabberstore.com to buy some merch and help these two shamelessly advertise their show under the guise of fashion. Remember, without you... They'll have to return all this merch and shipping costs are a bastard. Thank you. Hello, we're back, I suppose. What the hell happened there? Not a clue. And now J-Max away. <laughs> Literally spent the start of this episode telling everybody how we used to encounter technical issues. And on our 100th episode, we encounter an issue. And there he is. There he is. <laughs> Normally, if there's any kind of issue with this podcast, it was me that caused. <laughs> Mate, what was that? I mean, we're back. We're back live. I'm just going to have to kind of share out the what? What a kerfuffle! I can sh- what a kerfuffle! We're back. We're back. I'm going to have to uh, reshare that because God knows what happened there. Just kind of cut out. Hmm. Hmm. Very, very strange. Hi. Well, I think our audience are returning. If you're if you're joining us again, <clears throat> apologies. No idea what happened. Uh, the gods are out to get us, man. Gods are out to get us. So welcome no to the welcome to the hundred and first episode of the Jibber Jabber Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> so again, if you're joining us, apologies for that. No idea what happened. My computer died, and then I came back in. The show ended. Uh, it's like the 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 Almighty's are. It's the BBC, um, mate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Heather Dow says, "Way you're back. Thanks, Heather. If you could just share this among your peers <clears throat> and get our audience back up there, that that kind of gotten <laughs> that would be smashing." <laughs> Aye. So we were talking a little bit about the the naysayers. Don't listen to the naysayers. And anybody that's ever done anything in life, they uh, they started crap. They got better, and they had a ton of naysayers. And that's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. But I don't think they. The cool thing about me is uh, when someone's like, you know, you can't do this or you, you know, who do you think you are? I'm just like, motherfucker, 
you get one chance at life, right? You really think I'm going to be the schmo that the person that goes to work, comes home, watches TV, goes to bed, wakes up, does it all again. Now, if you're that kind of person, then fine. If that works for you, more power to you. But it doesn't work for me. That's, that's what I do about twice a week. I happen to do this as well. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just don't understand that, man. I don't understand that. That I, I wake up really hungry every day to to create something, to do something, just to have something and go. And at the end of the night, like even when it's just like stuff that I do with your sister, uh, we'll send stuff back and forth. <clears throat> and I'm like, oh, that looks great. <laughs> Sounds like that. Sounds like a different podcast. <laughs> no, it's like uh, artwork and stuff. <laughs> no sweet uh, bone stuff I do with your sister. <laughs> <laughs> Break of the leg. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we basically created Jibber Jabber podcast, and and I initially said to you, J Mac, I've reached out to a convention company, and at the time it was <laughs> Glasgow Film and Comic Con, right? And and as I ran past all past you, all these kind of ideas that I wanted us to do with a show, you were like. Aye, aye, okay, aye, okay. I could tell that you were taking in what I was saying, but you were—you didn't believe that any of this kind of stuff could happen, <clears throat> um, or at least that it would happen. And then I think it was like a week after I, I phoned you, I'm like, mate, we've got press passes to go to Glasgow Film Comic Con. Look at all these cool folk we can go meet, right? And what we're going to do now, actually, is we'll, we'll start at Glasgow Film and Comic Con. Uh, I had it all ready, but my computer's just completely smashed us, so I'm going to get it back up. Um, we'll go back to the Glasgow Film and Comic Con. This was our very first convention. J-Mac, maybe while I'm getting this ready, you tell the audience how I approached you to do this. Um, I think you basically... <laughs> this is oh, My memory's terrible, but it was uh, very much a... Listen, man, I've, uh, I've kind of made it to... <laughs> The showmasters, I think that was in, who's in charge of the Glasgow Film and Comic Con. I was. Uh, so I've kind of made it to them that we're, we're a wee bit bigger than we are to try and get <laughs> some some press passes. And I think you you actually you classed us as a very successful podcast when we had like six followers. Um, <laughs> you, you've got to admire your balls, man. Uh, no, no, like I, I, to me, sending out that email or that letter would would have been like a. A rejection waiting to happen, and I'm I'm not a big fan of rejection, so I probably wouldn't have done it anyway. I think that's why, that's why you get this to go places where I can't. The one thing I'm good at is writing to people to ask them to maybe come on the show. It's the one thing that that I'm I, I can I can do pretty well. You're the you're the ideas man. Well, um, occasionally I'll come up with a a cracker, but it's it's quite rare. Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, this is what happens. Normally, when I come up with an idea, Kevin will go. Hmm. <laughs> I just know. I know that it's pish. <laughs> it's not that it's pish. It just means I'm trying it, to. This, if it's a good one, he goes aye, and if it's bad, he goes. Mm. <laughs> he'll he'll never. But he's too nice just to say no. That's fucking rubbish. <laughs> it's not that. Uh, hi, Kate. Thanks. Uh, Kate's uh, kind of relating to us going down and coming back up. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it's not that the ideas are terrible. It's just sometimes when. Uh, when you give an idea, I, I try to picture it and I go, right, how would this work? How can we make this work? Where would it go? And if, if I can't answer all them, I go, hmm. And you see me trying to put the dots together. And at that point, you're like, it's lost. It's gone. <laughs> yes, if you don't jump on it right away, I know it's never going to be what I set out for it to be. <laughs> Your sister says, ha, 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 I've been at the receiving end of that too, J-Man. Right? <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's something he's very good at. I mean, it... It's the face as well. He looks up at the sky and goes, mm. Mm, no. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, uh, mate, I will take any idea. If we can make it work, I'm always up for seeing it. And if it comes crashing down, then that's funny as well. So we'll go for that. Heather, <laughs> by the way, for everybody at home, Heather has designed some amazing T-shirts for us. She's been working with us uh, behind the scenes, you know, She's the people that we connect you with now, you get me? Uh, but she's been working her ass off. And I just want to show you a couple of these cool t-shirts that you can purchase. If you go to www.jibberjabberstore.co.uk, you can get the normal Jibber Jabber hoodie and t-shirt, etc., and all that cool stuff interchanging with the colors. Or if you fancy something a bit more up your own street, you can get these really cool like parody, almost parody of movies. There's Jibber Jabber, Back to the Future, Lost Boys, and the... Jurassic Park t-shirt. You can get all these cool things. Um, the Jurassic yes, Park one was one of my better ideas. <laughs> it was. And you never <laughs> even pitched it to her. You didn't even pitch it to her. Because, <laughs> not. mate, you, you came up with it after our last show, right? And then I was like, make sure you tell her that then. And you're like, I'll tell her right now. And then I went to her after the show. I was like, um, I was like, Jordan came up with a good idea. Uh, did you manage to get working on that? He's like, what are you on about? The Jurassic <laughs> Park thing. He's like, she's like, never said nothing to me. I was like, <laughs> And this is um, this is why you're the reason that this money actually makes money. <laughs> Mate, I took your idea and had it made for this show through Heather. I mean, look at that. Eh? Look at that. But it's, it's, that's class. I'm actually ordering one myself. So it'll be quite cool. So what we're going to do here is we're going to go to the very first Glasgow Film and Comic Con. Hey, how cool would it be if we get a copyright strike against ourselves? Because this stuff's now <laughs> monetized. Like if we start playing our own content live on our show. Yeah, probably no, but uh, that's how YouTube works. It's funny. So I'm going to actually bring up the the first ever, and to kind of create context here. So contacted the Showmasters company, right? And, and it's fine that we can say this now because we're kind of a big deal now that they'll want us to come back now again. <laughs> <laughs> kind of kidding. <laughs> like, like, put it this way. Not kidding at all. <laughs> Wait, where showmasters are at right now, when we show up at their events, we're the most known folk. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> we're never doing anything with them again. <laughs> we haven't, because I've named it there. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Hey, showmasters are good too, right? Just Monopoly are knocking out of the park. Look, look so. who we've got this year, folks. We've got the guy that played a cereal box. <laughs> <laughs> We've got someday for Game of Thrones. It's like I don't recognize him. I was in one episode. They walked. I played a dead body 15 feet back in the crowd. (laughs) If anyone from Showmasters is watching this, which you're not, right? Uh, Sorry. This is us. We just have a bit of a laugh, right? It's nothing personal. I mean, we joke more in this one. No, but hey, hey. We're about to rip ourselves our very own one, so really, true. like, there's nothing, nothing that we can really say that's personal to you. I, I did meet my first ever crush through Showmasters, uh, so I can't. And and big Clive Russell, so ah, uh, mate. Well, so here's how this kind of worked. Um, we were like three episodes in, six followers, if that. Most of them well knew. In fact, we knew every single one, and they're all I think family I was, members. I was maybe I was three of them. I think. <laughs> Right, so I had like six followers, and I'm like, "That's right." Well, I'm like, "How do you begin? How do you get your foot in the door?" It's not through building an audience straight up, because that takes years. And part of building that audience is doing cool stuff like that. So I was like, "I'm just going to have to not blag it, but word word it a certain way that leaves it to the imagination, their imagination." So I was like, "Hello, we are a podcast, you know." 
we are Scottish and we'll be in the area. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I think our audience <laughs> would love to hear from these people uh, that are at your convention. And it'd be really cool if we came and, you know, we did a really cool video. Um, you know, we are a growing podcast and our, our audience really would love it if this could happen, etc., etc. To the point where I was like, well, if they came back and said, right, how much audience have you got? I'd have been like, free, <laughs> right? <laughs> but they didn't. They didn't because I worded it in such a way that they were like, okay, let's give these guys a shot. So they sent us out some press passes. I phoned you. For which we like, are eternally grateful. Oh, absolutely. I mean, if they are, if they want us back, hey, we'll go do it. Absolutely. Um, as long as Monopoly are all right. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> okay, it's a phone call. It's a phone call. <laughs> um, so I, I was kind of like, Okay, we'll show up. Here's what we'll do. We'll do this, that, and the next thing. So we 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 got together with a guy called Alex, who I mean, I'm not gonna bury him, right? But it was a piece of dung. And I would say <laughs> I would say the the word, but I didn't want to get demonetized, right? Because making money is quite good. And that right, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> this was a guy that we got to together with to to do the, the job that basically Seb does, but a million times better. And uh we got together with him. We were like, here, he was an aspiring video editor. We were aspiring podcasters. He made no money doing any of that. We made no money doing that. We were on the same level, right, of what we were trying to establish. <clears throat> and I kind of approached him and was like, look, you could probably do the video end of what we're trying to do here at the conventions. If you do that, we'll grow together. The experiences themselves. I mean, we we done two conventions with him. One which you're about to see, and then we done the first Monopoly one down in Manchester. The amount of experience he had. I mean, this guy loves to play D and D and stuff. And we we introduced him to the cast of Stranger Things, all right. And even the guy was like, I, I kind of bridged a wee gap there. And was like, T the guy from Stranger Things, uh, Lucas, what's his surname? Uh, <laughs> he plays uh, he plays Lucas. No, Lucas. Ah, he plays Lucas in the show. I can't remember his real name. Anyway, he um he was like, I've never I've never learned Dead uh, Dead by Daily. I've never learned Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I know my character plays it in the show, but I would really like to learn how to learn how to play it in real life. I'm like, well, my cameraman here actually can teach you because he's like a master at it. And he kind of shied away from it, but that could have been an opportunity for him. The amount of opportunities we got for that guy, the amount of stuff that we'd done for him, right? And then he comes along and he has like a half-assed attitude. We're like here, this would be great. Let's do this. Let's do this. this. The kind of stuff that Seb comes to us, we don't need to say to Seb, this would be cool. He sees an opportunity and he pulls us over, right? See what you do, what you do when mm -hmm. I've got a bad idea. Uh. He, he did that when you had a good idea. <laughs> mm. No, he was just like, no, no. Just running about angry face all day wanting to look at cosplayers. So we knew straight up, we knew that it was like, hmm. Not no going to work here. This isn't going to work in the long term, but we'll kind of just ride with it now and see how it goes. And then uh, we kind of realized that his heart wasn't in it when, you know, we finished the convention and it was like four weeks later that the footage was put together. Now that I do a majority of all the, well, not majority, but I do a lot of the editing for what we kind of do on this show. And I realized, well, wait a minute, you can do it. You can absolutely do it. I do it weekly. So this guy could do it. And uh, it kind of went sour because. We'd done another convention. We'd done like two, three days worth of work. And he put together like a three-minute video. I was like, all that footage and you've got three minutes. I said, it looks very generic. It's not set out to do what we want to do. Uh, I was like, maybe if you could just send us the footage and we'll do it. And he was like, no, it's my footage. You can buy it off me. 
at that point, I had to threaten to go to his house and kick his ass. Um, <laughs> ever, ever, ever the diplomat, or Kevin. <laughs> oh, your footage is it? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> so we uh it's safe to say at that point we parted ways and i think i only seen him once after that now bear in mind this was after our work went down and i took vouchers that was given to us to give to him i took food to his house and made sure he had stuff to eat because he just lost his job I took bags and bags of food to him to make sure he was all right for christmas time and yeah. he repays us by basically shitting on us so at that point like the line was drawn no more pieces of shit and then for some reason it never clicked because we were like, we need to keep the ball going. And we put an advert out, you know, would you like to get involved? And Seb, who we'd always been mates with, and is a big part of our show, you don't see him on camera. It's funny, the one that looks like Ar Arnie and is chiseled like a god doesn't want to be on camera. Right? <laughs> <laughs> right? And uh, so what happened was uh, Seb came on board and we've never looked back and there's more stuff in the works which we'll get into later but Seb came on board and we proper just we stepped the game up didn't we yeah absolutely um, everything just started to, it felt it felt like more of a a kind of effortless task to to do things do you know what I mean it, it was it wasn't a, it wasn't as much an uphill struggle to to mm -hmm. get things done and um it, it just it would just listen to every idea you could give him the worst idea in the world and he would try and make it better, you know? Uh, um, so nah, it, it, having Seb on board has been a, a really good, a really good absolutely. step up. With the, our team's kind of just grown. <laughs> I don't think he's watching me. He'll be sleeping um, or working because that's all he does, sleep and work. Um, we, uh, we're we pushing forward and now we're sitting with a production company and all that cool stuff, which we'll get into a wee bit later. We'll kind of try and give you the abridged version of it. So I'm now going to share my screen with you guys. And we're going to go through our original. <laughs> this <will> be interesting. <laughs> we're going to go through literally how it all began for us. Um, it's only just begun. Oh, look at this, man. Look at this. Oh, he's so young. Look at him. <laughs> look at this, right? Look at all that hair. So we'll play it. Mate, it actually looks shorter <laughs> there than it does now because I've had it cut. Right? So as you can see, we're in, was it Brayhead Arena? And this is the yes. night that we met uh, the Night King and all these cool people. And Zoe from EastEnders was like, I don't know what to talk to them. I'm like, oh no, Zoe from EastEnders said no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go and talk to the Night King then, shall I? Right, here we go. So this is a, this is our very first convention. And uh, it's nice to watch. But as always, as, as perfectionists as we are, J-Mac, we look at it, we learn, we move forward. And you'll see us progressively getting better. Yeah. Yeah. So here we here we go. <laughs> Can't hear it. Can't hear it. You must have forgot to do that audio hey, share thing. No, I definitely did. I did <laughs> share. Uh, did so you never heard that there? No, could hear like. Ah. And now look at that, Kim Wells. Uh, Glasgow Film and Right. So you even hear what I said there. Kevin Whatever, this is how old that was. We hadn't even established the Jibber Jabber podcast. Listen to this. The Kevin Whatever podcast brought to you by Enter the Man Cave. <laughs> Enter the Man <laughs> Cave. cave. <laughs> which is what we tried to establish. This was going to be our show, but there was too many moving parts. It didn't work. Like I says, you don't start off great. You always start off crap. You find what works. You go forward. Rinse and repeat. 
here today at uh, Glasgow Film Comic Con, and I brought a special friend with me. <laughs> See, at this point, it was just all about me. I brought a special <laughs> friend with me, <laughs> I, and I introduced you here. Like everyone knew who you were. <laughs> <laughs> like even anyone knows who I am. <laughs> Here we go. How are you doing, guys? Is that how we the showmasters for hooking us up with some uh, press parties, which we'll be making good use of. Hopefully, get a few interviews with some of the stars. N nice shot. Uh, yeah, let's go. Shin. <laughs> I'm going to need another drink to get through this. <laughs> so plenty of vendor stuff, as you can see. Uh, those are like the highlights of comic conventions. You really want to go and check out these people that have their own workshops at home and they make like really cool pop culture stuff. That's the kind of thing that you need a lot. That's that's why you need tons of money when you go to a convention. You really do. Yeah. Um, so here we go. So far, it's insane. See the amount of talent that people have and they can showcase at a place like Comic-Con. Yeah, but the, the, the detail on some of the the detail on some of the the cameras out of focus, Alex. <laughs> yeah, I know, Alex. <laughs> and also, the the audio wasn't terrible for what that was, but now we've totally upped our game. <clears throat> totally. Yep. There's original uh, movie posters over here. I'll be coming back to have a look at them later. There's a project yeah. down there. A guy took four years to build a giant predator by hand, yeah. memory. I'm sure there's more to see, so we'll, we'll bash on and uh, see what else we can find. <laughs> that guy was class. He was awesome. We've seen them at. Yeah, we've seen them at. Blank pages of all the writing. Do you remember what happened with this guy? Yeah, that guy um, we thought was Van Helsing. Uh -huh. And turned out he wasn't. Um, but he, he, he's been. He, he'd done this whole book. Like, he'd written out, kind of done sketches and written out this kind of really kind of old timey uh, scripts. Throughout this this book, and he'd sat and done it. Must have taken him absolutely, must have taken him days to do that, for, just for the mm -hmm. sake of this costume that he's probably only worn once at a convention and twice in the bedroom. <laughs> the uh, the funny thing is though, I uh, came up to you, and I was like, "Was he might be Van Helsing?" You're like, I Van Helsing, look very cool. And I walked up to him, I'm like, "Mate, you might be Van Helsing." He's like, "No, I'm actually uh, the Wizard of Wabba 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 Wabba." And then I'm like that. Tell you it was Nivan Helsing. <laughs> to you. There's, there's the bus coming, and there's me right <laughs> under it again. Every time uh, I found him not to be very social, so we're going to skip past this part because <laughs> it was fresh. Right uh, here we go. This is when you buy your T-shirt. Look at that. <laughs> Look at <laughs> That's a creepy thing. I don't like that. <laughs> This is why you don't wear white shirts to conventions or anywhere where you're going to be on camera. So we're going to pop back in. 
this, sorry, just so you know what this is, this is a uh, sauce from uh, Subway sandwich. I think that's uh, hot chili sauce and tomato sauce mixed together because I had the pizzaola chicken. Awesome. Not good for. <laughs> Mate, at what, oh, point that, what have you paused that at? For <laughs> fuck's sake. Mate, what was it? What, I don't know if change anybody bail, actually... Change, pal. <laughs> did everyone ask for what you had? You're like, eh, I think it was a wee bit of ketchup mixed in with a wee bit of sriracha. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell, man? That's class. Wow. Um, and by the way, this isn't the only time you'll see J-Mac in a... <laughs> a facially <laughs> awkward position on this show the day I'll tell you it's coming yeah. right up soon so I let's uh, white shirts going go back in here I'll buy myself a nice ridiculous t-shirt to wear for the rest of the day <laughs> it was really we <laughs> so it's always good to know that if you have any needs you know like t-shirts or any clothing wear Comic Con's got you sorted that's right, by I the mean, way, Sarah, Sarah did take me on my first con. Um, uh, it was a long, long time ago, but that's where I met the one and only Freddy Krueger. Um, oh, man, that's so amazing. I've, I've always got fond memories of that. That guy was sound. He was he was cool. I remember he's, I asked if I could get a photo with him. He like, hadn't paid for it, and uh, he was like, he was like, yeah, no problem. And his hand was like, yeah, you really shouldn't be doing that, Robert. And he's like, fuck you, I'm taking a picture. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. That's amazing, just, man. He just wrapped his hand around my neck. He's like, ah! That's bloody yeah, brilliant. It was, it was cool. Still got that picture that, somewhere. You need to get it. We'll bring it up. At, at this point here, I don't know why I said what I just said. You know, it's really cool to know that, you know, if you need t-shirts, Comic-Con's got you sorted. <laughs> that was us just trying to literally put, I mean, a lot of the stuff we're saying in here is just filler. There was a point where we were walking about and Alex was like, talk to the camera. I'm like, uh, what, what don't know what to say. What do you say? Right. When now I feel like it, when we go to a convention, the minute we get the camera set up and we get mic'd up, that is it. We're off. <laughs> I, mean, do you know, I don't know. Are you going to talk about the Buffy impersonator at some point? Oh, aye. That was this. No, no. That, that was, it was uh, Edinburgh Comic Con. But we'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah, later. we'll get to that, mate. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've still got that t shirt. We're not actually raging that they'd put this the scratch. A wee bit. It is slightly offset. You can't tell there, but you can tell. You can tell when you're looking at it. That's yeah, why yeah. you need Heather to be doing the t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mission success. Yeah, that's actually quite a t-shirt. Can he walk out a toilet and say mission success? What am I doing in there? <laughs> Those were really cool. The beef prop guns. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to find the bit. No, no, you see, I actually had to just skip over the uh, the cosplay masquerade because YouTube will pull it, this video because of the songs that are in it. Right? Of course. So I had to. And, and if you're watching... Thanks, YouTube, for being so forgiving. <laughs> forgive me, please. Please just forgive me. <laughs> if you are listening to this in the archives on Spotify, you really should go to YouTube and watch this because this is more of a visual episode. But if you are enjoying it at home, listening to it, then class, man. Um, really cool thing, though, is uh, if you're also watching this and you and what we're talking about has just completely skipped past it's because I had to remove it for copyright reasons. <laughs> so head to our Facebook or our Twitch because you can watch the full thing there. They're a little bit more forgiving unless you've got a 
cupboard full of mugs. Can't be having that. Um, so, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, a wee bit of a roundup of what that day was like. So, for everything that you've seen, what are the highlights from what you've gone around so far? Talking to people, stores, what? Yeah, I mean, the, the, we've spoken to a couple of couple of the, the famous people so far. Um, we spoke to Jimmy V, and we spoke to he was Lionheart, cool. who's the wrestler. Um, Kev knows more about that shit than me. We Jimmy V, he was <laughs> he was south. Lionheart, fantastic, good guy. Um, again, wrestlers have a an aura of being, you know. Uptight, quite confrontational, but Lionheart was sounds a pound. Um, I think today in Comic Con, Glasgow Film and Comic Con. Um, <laughs> did I draw that beard on that morning? Here. Hey, did I draw my beard on that morning? <laughs> it's, it's like a man, <laughs> really willing to let us shoot, um, yeah. and uh, obliging. So, hopefully, we can get a bit more. You know, a bit more. A lot of the, a lot of the handmade merchandise is really, really cool. Yeah, so much, so much talent, even just from the vendors. I think the, the problem is we've, we've not managed to actually get to speak to some of the people we want to speak to yet, uh, because they're so busy and very popular. So hopefully, the next hour or two, we may actually get to speak to somebody. Jordan wants to speak to his first crush, Caroline Monroe from, uh, yeah, from James Bond. Nah, that's not where my crush is from, man. <laughs> my crush is from a, a little-known film. With Doug McClure and Peter Cushing. <laughs> Look at that I, face! I've bit my cheek. I've bit my Look cheek. Look at that face! You bit your cheek and I'm biting my lip, man. I still do that. <laughs> look that, at that doesn't even look like me. Like if you were to <laughs> show up, like just take that picture to somebody that knows me and say, "Who's that?" And be like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like face. remember the bit in inner space where he changes to the cowboy you need to watch inner space again oh, uh, no. but aye, aye, that's uh, that's not a flattering look man I look about 68 <laughs> I remember you sent me that I was like I bit my tongue <laughs> it, was my, it, was my cheek. it was definitely my oh, cheek the inside man. of my cheek that a bit Aye. <laughs> Believe it or not, but that is not the worst thing you'll see on these videos, right? Really? Wow. <laughs> and it's called At the Earth's Core. I really, uh, I really want to interview the Night King. There he is, Vladimir. He looks like such a cool guy, and Ken. No, that was a that was a top notch interview. <laughs> Mate, it was my first interview. At least I, I had the pause. The high Vladimir. Him. It's quite nice here, isn't it? It's no, it's no too hot. Don't worry, we're going to get on to that. We're going to get on to that, right? Because I think, I think that pretty much is everything from there, really. Because that's just us saying thank you. Uh, if you do want to go and watch any of these, go ahead and find. You can find them on our well, YouTube. Really nice. I've got a thing about biting my lip. Look, I keep. <laughs> I it's like, it's like you, you're expecting me to say something that's going to get us in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. So we bit of context here, okay? Vladimir Ferdick. He is the Night King from Game of Thrones. Not only the Night King, but he basically is the stunt coordinator for everything you've seen. So all those battles you saw in Game of Thrones, he's the head honcho. He's the guy that makes it work. Here, look, we're endorsed by GoDaddy. Let's get this wee ad out of the way. Look, that's actually making us money right now. Let's leave that ad running. <laughs> <laughs> that's making us money. So our like first... A good, a good 100th of a pence right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The very first interview that I kind of done was with Vladimir Ferdick, who is the Night King. 
And it was really cool because when I looked right into that guy's eyes, I could see the Night King. And I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan. So for me, it was a big deal. Remember how at the start I said, you know, we're, we're quite our audience and all that. And we gave out gave the part and we're three episodes in. That was us brand new at podcasting, interviews, everything. So we had to kind of get over the the whole, oh my God, we're, we're doing this kind of thing. We had to get over the fact that we were just <laughs> winging it and walking up to these actors <laughs> like bigwigs. Pretending right? we had a clue. The funniest thing, though, was the fact <laughs> that Vlad- Vladimir Furdick, now I don't know if you can tell by his name, but the guy's, the guy's native tongue is not English, right? But he, uh, we spoke to him before it. And he was like, he was like, what, what are you going to talk about? Because my English is not so good. I have to think. What, I was like, oh, what, great. What to say? Great. <laughs> and you and you were like, oh, we're just going to talk about this and that and this and that, and never mention a fucking thing. <laughs> I was on the spot, right? Because I'd always seen this, right? Have you ever seen those interviews where, like, uh, a wee interview on uh, TMZ will be speaking to someone like Samuel Jackson, and then they go to their notes, and Samuel Jackson's like, oh, he has notes. right so i wanted to be like nah if we're doing this we're going in cold turkey and we'll just be crap and get better that's how things work we're we're going in cold turkey you made up another phrase again man (laughs) cold turkey is when you stop doing something suddenly right taking notes We're going in with. Don't even try. Notes. Don't even uh, try. Uh, uh, no, no, no. But you you can't go into something cold turkey. It doesn't <laughs> work that way. Well, what what happens if you go cold turkey and then you go in somewhere? What? What happens me, if you're like, well, that's me cold turkey, and then you, you go know, in. I'm going to click on the leave studio, man. <laughs> <laughs> We've had enough of that tonight. So, <laughs> so for me, I was like, right, I don't want to be that guy that rocks up looking all unprofessional with his notes, right? And I didn't have notes, but I, I knew that I loved the show. Um, and it kind of threw me a bit when I was when he was like, what are you going to talk about? Because I don't know English. So I was like, right, I need to protect this guy here. Now, I had a background in wrestling. And in wrestling, it's your job to make sure your opponent doesn't look weak. It's your job to make sure they look amazing. Otherwise, what are you going up against? If you make the, if, if they're not great at something, you hide that. Yeah. There's one point which, and as bad as this interview was, and it was, and if I had done it now, it would be so much better. But hey, this was like the first one I ever done. We're like three episodes into our podcast. I'm allowed to be crap. Give me that, please. Right? (laughs) At least I had the boss today. You're like, oh, I don't know Game of Thrones. I'm just going to sit up there and stare at you. (laughs) I I genuinely didn't. Like, I hadn't seen Game of Thrones at that point. Um, So it was, it'd be like, um, like if if you didn't. If you'd never heard of, I don't know, the Terminator, and you had to go and interview Arnold Schwarzenegger, you know, it just it not so, nah, no, so much Arnold Schwarzenegger, more Linda Hamilton because she's only really aye, aye, Terminator. Aye. Yeah, well, well, Linda Hamilton, like because with Terminator, sorry, you go, sorry, I was trying to go cold talking there. <laughs> That's fine, mate. I understand. <laughs> so, so I went in here and I'm like, okay, you know how you kind of you set up to do it, and you're like, everything's going to be class, it's going to be great, and then it goes go time, and you're like, oh. <laughs> and your, your heart just falls at your ass. So I was kind of like, uh, so, and and I just kind of referred back to what someone had already said about, you know, it's it's actually no hot up there. And I, for some reason, I start talking about the weather, no, the weather, but the the temperature where it was. And he's like, all right, cool, right. And then we go on to talk a little bit. And there's one point where I actually protect him and watch out for it. It's the part where he goes like, I ask him if he'd like to see like a, an origin kind of story. Um, 
of the the Night King. And he's talking about, you know, like a, I can't remember what it was, but he completely didn't get what I was saying. And instead he gone, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> what I asked was this. I just know went, what I meant, you prick. <laughs> I, I just went along with what he did. And that regards to one kind of mask the fact that there was a bit of a language barrier and two because I did I did not want to make him look like an idiot. I had the best time speaking to him. He was such an absolute treasure of a guy. Um and I hope that one day I can speak to him pardon me again and do an absolute belter of an interview because I know that I can do that now. But then obviously I was just a young pup. So <laughs> and in and, and the podcasting world. Still yeah. am but <laughs> But that right here was like I was just born. We were born that day, mate. We were born. So I'm going to play this, and it's quite cringy. But nearly, nearly three years ago. Mm. And I, I'm not, I'm not afraid of failure. I'm not afraid of you guys laughing at it. It is what it is. All right. I was pish. <laughs> right. And it is what it is. So let's 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 see my interview with the great Vladimir Ferdick. Oh, I've muted it. Here we go. Ferdick, you might know him as the Night King. In Game of Thrones, how are you in Glasgow Film and Comic Con today? Yeah, I like it. So it's very nice, beautiful day and nice people. So I so I like it. It's a, it's quite a good day actually. Up here doesn't seem to be too warm. Seems to be quite edgy. <laughs> yeah. It's... I hear that uh, Big Ennis up there told us that down there. <laughs> like Big Ennis, like he knows what the fuck that is. <laughs> I forgot you done that. <laughs> Like he's like from Slovakia, right? Look at his face. Look at his face. Look at his face. What the fuck are you talking about? Beginners. Like first off, it's Clive Russell, right? And I'm talking about his character from Still Game, <laughs> something he will have never seen. And I'm like, Beginners up there, and he's like, I've read everyone's sign. No one here is called Beginners. Do you know what? So- I, I love I love the idea that after that he's th- he's thought to himself and it's been on his mind for weeks. What is big Guinness? Big Guinness. And he went home and he's watched all the game. He's watched all the still game, right? And then the next time you interview him, he, you'll say, "How you doing, Vladimir?" And he'll go, "Hello, you wee funny." <laughs> I know who big Guinness is, <laughs> mate, mate. He's like, look at his eyes. Look at his eyes. <laughs> he's like, who the fuck is big in <laughs> I went big Ennis up there. Big Ennis. Just let that process for a second. Big Ennis. <laughs> so, big, big Ennis, this is your first time? or so, Beginner? <laughs> I really shouldn't have. Really shouldn't have said Big Ennis. I should have said Clive Russell because he could at least read the sign above Clive's head. It's <laughs> <laughs> Big Ennis, right? Big Ennis was saying it was roasting, can <laughs> Like, what? <laughs> what? This is not going to work as an audio podcast. And stuff. <laughs> it doesn't. You really need to watch it via YouTube. It'll be quite a, quite a, quite a temperature. Mm. <laughs> Just let it play a little bit. Go back, quite a temperature. Eh? <laughs> there we go. Bye, Be quite a, quite a, quite a temperature. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, uh, how does it feel to be one of the most recognisable characters from one of the biggest TV shows, but you you still walk the street? 
I can walk. This is good because I have a mask, so yeah. people cannot recognize me. Sometimes somebody on the street they stop me and they ask me, or they would like to have a picture with me. But uh, it's good for me. It's good I am behind the mask, or I have a mask on me. So <laughs> I'm trying to be Spielberg with the fucking camera as well. <laughs> just for added fun. Hours to get all the makeup. Yeah, on. it's fine. Yeah, I'll just walk about zoom yeah. in every now and again. <laughs> seven or eight piece what they put together look at that face though man that's the guy you see staring right at john snow in it look at him that's just the work of art man and also my arm so five now who's talking shite vlad <laughs> right <laughs> a wee bit of ownership there vlad <laughs> six hour on Wow. One hour off. How do you mentally cope with sitting for that amount of time? Do you have something to read or? Mm, no, really. <laughs> just getting a... it with all the bangers, man. Hitting it with all the bangers. Character. I just speak. Uh, no, I just watching to uh, yeah, read the Beano. Speaking with the people. Who, uh, all right. How, the Beano. Sleep, you know. Right, right. Oh, that's good. So it's. You just don't know where you're going to go next. That's so funny. I'm like, that's good. That's fantastic. <laughs> you can tell, you're not even looking at him. You're like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> look at the worry on that face, man. <laughs> like, like, I'm like, there's my two questions done. Where am I gone? <laughs> it's like you forgot you're holding the microphone. You're like, is this an ice cream or? <laughs> Time going very quick. Yeah. Ah. Well, you see, I was watching uh, Game of Thrones, obviously. And we got to see you for the first time without the makeup. Is it just me or does my voice also sound very tinny there as well? It's a microphone, man. That's like a a 20 quid mic. It's a POS piece of shit. (laughs) Strapped to the tree, becoming the Night King. Yes. How did you find from playing the Night King to playing who, you know, the character that becomes the Night King that we don't know that much about yet? Actually, uh, before when I did this... uh, part of this show I, I really don't know what is this for you know yeah so nobody told me because it was so secret you know and when I saw the show then I realized oh maybe it's possibly this is the first white walker or first night king you know so yeah nobody say exactly who is well obviously I know you can't give us anything so I won't expect anything but there's a fan theory big issue there Right, one thing that I've I've learned, but I'll never do again, is I put in his. I oh, and I should have just said, "What can you tell us about the new series?" Instead, I cut myself off because I knew that he wouldn't tell us anything yeah. because he can't. And I just said, "You know, I know you can't, so we'll just skip over that." I should have asked him, "What? What can you? If you can't tell us anything, what can you tell us? Tell us something, just to get something, right? Yeah. Valuable." And I didn't. I cut myself off. But hey. Like I says, it's just a wee duckling there, and uh, I learn a lot, so it's good to go back and watch. It's a sparkly earring, by the way. Maybe Brandon Stark, uh, and that everything alludes to Brandon Stark, you know, with the Hodor stuff. I know you can't go into that much, but with the new series, would you say there's going to be a, a lot more? It will, it'll be heavier this next series of The Night King. More oh, than what so far in how we interview people, man. That's fucking Mate, amazing. I answered my I'm answering my own questions. Yep. The last you mean a prequel? Uh well that would be fantastic. Oh you you mean you are speaking about a... There's you saving him. Would you would you think that'd be a great idea? 
<laughs> he's like, there's you saving him after you dangled him off a cliff. Yes. Well done. Yes, he's going to be very expensive. <laughs> very expensive. Well, unless, unless uh, you no, stay No, you. because of me, right. I want the money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if they would like to make so many Bywalkers mm -hmm. or army of the Bywalkers, you know how much money cost one the mask? Yeah. How many people doing this, you know? Well, they could actually go back to like an origin story where you just play they, you. Yeah, they can go back. And then you become that. Yes. So it's so expensive towards the end. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, let's see what they want. What they want to... Sh I... At the moment, I'm not really... Uh, don't try to catch the point what they want. Yeah. You know, I just... Deliver. Wait. Actually, I'm not waiting. Stop answering his questions, Kevin. <laughs> Stop putting words in his Shut mouth. Shut up! <laughs> Let him speak. Because I have other jobs. So yeah. If they want me, I will. I will go. If not, I have. A... I mean, you don't normally like to talk, strange. Kevin. So. Hmm? So you don't normally like to talk. So I'm finding this really strange. I feel so. Uh, I feel. Very um, humble, confused. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> humble, <laughs> confused. <laughs> Do we need to watch the rest of this, or can we no. just move on? <laughs> well, I, I feel very <laughs> humble, no, confused. <laughs> I couldn't have been so more wrong. Oh man, that's funny. The uh, the the ratio here from likes and dislikes are vast, but yeah. um, some I of this stuff, some of the comments. Uh, some not not all of them are bad, but Law the Night King, a cowboy, because he wants to be he wants to make cowboy movies. He yeah. looks like Daniel Craig. I don't trust that man. Don't fill yourself with. Oh, I thought there was far more negativity the, in the comments. There was there, there was there was definitely at some point some disparaging comments about the interviewer. Like I do remember that, and you you just replied like, "Mate, it's my first time. Give a fucking break." <laughs> <laughs> How many Night Kings did you interview on your first time? <laughs> Um, I don't think any other interview really was. There's not really much to go into. No, in regard, I would say to, that it's worth mentioning the Lionheart interview. Um, yeah, of course, Lionheart, um, one of the first people we interviewed. Very gracious to give us think, his time. I think he, I think he was actually the very first. Yeah. Um, if you, mute, mute that, then now. Um, but I, th I think he, it was, it was the very first interview we did that day. Um, but you were more in your comfort zone with him, I think, than you were even with Vlad because you knew wrestling um i didn't so i was like i was like kev you take this one <laughs> and, uh, yeah. How you it's good. sad the, the guy is no longer with us so it's, it's nice to have that memory yeah yeah for sure the guy was never knew him personally but i followed his career he worked in the same companies as me when i was in wrestling it was really he was really even then revered as like one of the best in British wrestling. Um, as you see, he's all over it, man. It's, it's a shame. It's a shame that that he's no longer with us. But hey, at least I mean that this is one of the cool things about doing a podcast and doing this podcast is the amount of amazing people we've got to meet through this. The guests. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll stop the sharing for a second here, and we'll kind of just talk about that. When we first started, it was kind of a weekly thing where we would chat together about movies, about what we've been up to. We'd have we'd have people on, but we weren't really a guest show. And as much as we aren't a guest show, we have a lot of guests on. Um, 
<laughs> the conundrum. And if you look over this last year, we've really upped the game with guests. We've had a lot of people on. Um, a lot of them aren't people that are like A-list celebrities, but I find that why would you want an A-list celebrity when you can have people that have got more of a real story? I find, and especially recently, I find that the uh, the creme de la creme of Hollywood are all just spineless and very hypocritical and pish. I think, yeah, they, they've all got a line that they need to toe when they're talking, whereas when you talk to the, the kind of B and C and even Z list celebrities, you actually you get more of a true a true story. And saying that, though, Kevin Kevin did convince me quite recently that The Rock was going to come on the podcast, and I'm so embarrassed. He <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, uh, basically uh, managed to... <laughs> he told me that he'd won a competition through Sky TV to have a video call with The Rock, and I'm like, man, that's cool. And then he sent me a screenshot of him talking. So it's him in the corner, and The, and the Rock, like, doing his, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, man, that's amazing. Why did you not mention that? I, I spoke to you 15 minutes ago. Why did you not mention this? And he was like, oh, slipped my mind. At that point, I should have went, hmm, something's a bit fresh air. Um, but then he sent me another picture saying, oh, I told him that I'd also broke your sister's leg. So he, he phoned her and spoke to her as well. And then sent me another photo of my sister talking to him. And it was the exact same picture of the rock. I was like, oh, you son of a bitch. I was, so, I was more annoyed at myself than you, to be honest. I was like, it just sucked me right in and spat me out like a fucking dummy. I don't, I don't, I don't usually do that. Um, it's not, oh, it's not my forte. Um, so, aye, the guests. The guests have been amazing. And I find that over this last year. Oh, by the way, by the way, we've not done it yet. The hoodie, the hoodie. Who won the special edition hoodie? All right, mm. I'm just going to take a break for the, a pause for the cause and, and show you guys this cool ass hoodie. We ran a competition to win this. Oh, <laughs> this one of a kind, one of a kind, www.jibberjabberstore.co.uk. It's not on there, but you can go there to buy our other apparel, like I said. This Jibber Jabber 100 episode. Every time we hit another 100, so there will be one for the 200th episode also, right? That's really sexy and white, isn't it? Mate, it's actually really class, right? And Heather... Right, so basically, we, we came up with this idea. Heather designed it, class-looking thing. And the competition was guess the celebrities, name them, share, and like to win this hoodie. I couldn't even do it. I could get the first two, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, same. Any road, any road. Those who got it correct were entered in a raffle. And I know that Heather sent this to me via via Facebook, and I'm just going to play it here. I think you can. Heather, I do believe you uploaded this to the, the official Facebook page where people can see this. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and have a look at it here. Drawing this now. Folks, <laughs> good luck. I mean, it's it's not live, I suppose, but it's, and you can't see it anyway. <laughs> okay, the draw is going. Is it? Three bit games. I'm going to let the music be heard here. In fact, I better know in case it's copyright. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we don't. We're not going to make money off this video anyway. No, That's absolutely cool. not. This is a hangout. It's not really a, a proper yeah. episode. Here we go. And the winner is Kevin Wells. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
<laughs> Lauren Wells. <laughs> Are you joking? <laughs> Lauren Wells. I'm scared to put my phone up there in case it. Uh, oh man. In case it. No way. It looks like I've got a new hoodie. <laughs> so what's what size are you on? <laughs> uh, I'm, an, I'm an extra large man. <laughs> Fuck you saying I'm not extra large a prick. <laughs> well, there we go, guys. You got to be in it to win it. Um, huge thanks to Heather for putting that together, <laughs> guys. Before Ryan. we get back, I'm a poet and I don't even know it, J Mac. You know this. Um, before we go back into the story, of the jibber jabber and it's all that cool stuff. I do want to mention this, J Mac and I. We screenshot stuff all the time that we see on social media, and we're like, "Hey, this kind of sucks," or whatever, and we laugh about it. He sent me a picture that someone had made of Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod in the movie <laughs> Highlander, right? And when he sent it to me, basically laughing, going, "That's pish," I was like, "Mate, that's you. That's not Connor McLeod. That's you." So, ladies and gentlemen, tell us in the comments: Is this J Mac? <laughs> <laughs> that's so you. That it, is so you. It does have a bit of me about it. Here's the interesting thing, though. I actually am of the clan McLeod. Ah, well, there, there you go. go. <laughs> Mate, look at that. It's Highlander. Um, <laughs> hang on, I, I couldn't... Mate, that is you. That's you with your son's hair. <laughs> apparently, fact, there, apparently there can be only two. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I think I've actually got a picture of you on my phone with hair like that. Because what happens is I'll see a picture of you where you look un not like yourself, and I'm like, I have to take this. I have to keep this for for reasons. Oh, great, great. I'm looking forward to this. Like, <laughs> um, so I there. Yeah, there's all there's all the cool stuff. So where were we? Before? These headphones are fucking massive. <laughs> Just, let's just take a moment to appreciate the size of his headphones. <laughs> Look at that, man. It's like somebody's put a handle on the top of your head to pick you up. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's like somebody's about to win me. <laughs> God dang, God dang. Oh, man. So. <laughs> So, all right, double prizes. <laughs> we uh, we finish up with Glasgow Film and Comic Con, and I think that's the only one we really done because the year after, I think we were going to do it, but it just did they seem we had creative differences. <laughs> By that, I mean there was nobody there that we wanted to speak to. <laughs> uh, something like that, something along the lines of that, um, and we thought there's no point going there to kind of not. If we're not enthusiastic about it, then it's not the right thing to do. I, I always believe that. Um, so that was cool. So <clears throat> fast forward a wee bit, and it was actually you that brought to my attention this convention that was down in Manchester that had <clears throat> a lot of really cool people. And by the way, I'm going to say this. That, for me, so far, has been so hard to top. And I know that Seb wasn't there. We had Connor Black there with us, right? Great guy. I know that that it wasn't like we we've done we've done better at conventions since, but there was something magical for the first time. I was all travelling down to Manchester, sharing hotels and just yeah. the experience that like <clears throat> when I and this is this is how far that I'll go to say this is how such a good time I had. 
that see if when you actually die and you play all the things back throughout your life that are highlights in your life, that's definitely going to be part part of it. Not one part of that was was not a great time in any mm-hmm. in any case because we were there, we were experiencing something for the very first time, like on a bigger on a bigger level. We we had such a we had such a a confidence after doing the Glasgow Film and Comic Con and after reviewing our own footage. <clears throat> yeah. We had such a confidence that when we went down there this time, it was go time and we stepped up. We really stepped up. But just even the smell of the BEC arena, that arena smell, right? The the cast that were there, the actors, mm. the people we met, just for me, like that's probably one of my favorite times of ever doing this podcast. We got to travel, we got to have fun. It felt like, you know, when you think about all your friends and you went out to play for the very last time and no one knew it. Yeah, it felt like I was it to play again. <laughs> I think, for, like for me, like looking back on it, um, I was kind of, I was kind of thrown it, really thrown in at the deep end a little bit with the first interview we did there, because um, I was thrown in to interview Nick Maley, who is the guy doesn't like who, to chat. <laughs> <laughs> thank fuck you like to chat because <laughs> it made it a lot easier for me. But um, he's the guy who built Yoda for the original star wars movies now that for me it wasn't as big a deal as it would have been for a lot of people because i'm not the biggest star wars person um but uh kevin had kevin had uh you were you were interviewing spencer wilding um so i was interviewing nick maley that's just how it worked out but now it was a great conversation and it kind of opened my eyes to almost the importance of what what we're doing and trying to get stories out there and uh yeah speaking speaking of him looking back on it i, I actually have much fonder memories looking back on it than i did at the time of doing it it's, it's one of the weird ones um but that uh, it was uh it was a great time the, the whole experience was amazing everything about it yeah i really enjoyed it and that's the, if you see a lot of our promotional stuff you see jordan licks his fingers and closes out the candle that's that's where that <clears> happened <throat> First time experiencing the candy in a bar. And if anybody watching this has never been to a Monopoly event, you need to go to them. They just, as far as like comic conventions go, they really step step up. They they raise the bar on what that is. Um, also, Heather Dow in the comment section says, if you order something in the next 24 hours, use the code JJ15OFF2021 to get 15% off your first order. Head over there after the show at www.jabberjabberstore.co.uk there we go there's a sale on lads get, get on in there and get yourself a t-shirt man get a couple of t-shirts it's a nice easy code to remember as well so ah, what was that <laughs> jj15 off 2021 very easy jibber jabber 15 off 15 percent and we're in the year 2021 um go get it lads go get it um so i we, we've done a few monopoly events now we've been Manchester several times and as Heather alluded to here in the comment section she says that hotel B&B was hilarious. J-Mac I'll let you tell the B&B story for anyone that's not heard it. Well there's actually two like both times we went to Manchester we had some funny hotel experiences but the very very first one was uh, when I had read the reviews and uh, like I booked the hotel because it was a good price I then subsequently read a lot of the reviews of the hotel and was almost 
tempted to just shit like pay money out my own pocket for us to go and stay at a premier inn or something because it sounded like it was just going to be a hostile style nightmare right so but but kev he talked me out of it and he's like no come on man it'll add to the experience and uh, I told him what the reviews said and how much of a shithole this place was supposed to be, blah, 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 blah. So we get down there and we arrive. We walk into the reception and ah, it's not the best, but it's not that bad uh, on first impression. So as I'm checking in under the Jibber Jabber podcast banner, Kevin, standing right behind me, says, Jordan. You said this place was a shithole. It's not that bad, eh? <laughs> At which point, I think I went pretty fucking red. <laughs> I, I, uh, it was one of the most embarrassing moments in my life. Um, get turned to that person that was behind the reception was the owner. <laughs> so it, just, it just makes it all the better. All the better. <laughs> you say this place was a shithole. It's all right, eh? right? <laughs> mate, mate, mate. Whenever you then go to stay in a hotel that's attached to a kebab house, you just never <laughs> know what you're going to get. But, mate, we walked around the corner to our room, right? <laughs> <laughs> and the door had been repaired after it had clearly been kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> no way, man. Right, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Wait, wait, and, and I I just, can I just can I just mm -hmm. say something funny about that? We kept all of our expensive equipment in the car outside overnight because it felt safer than the hotel room. <laughs> let me let, while we're on the hotel room, right? We'll kind of talk a bit about our travel experiences and our future travel experiences. The uh, <laughs> the fact that the door had been repaired because it clearly been battered, right? Been did panned. make it. <laughs> Mate, somebody had clearly broken into that room and they're like, yeah, you, this is useful tonight. We're like, ta -ha. Now, now for for uh, for the record, we're at the point now as a podcast, right? We're at the point where everyone said we wouldn't be, where, you know, you'll never make money. We're actually making enough money to fund these trips now around the UK. So if we wanted to, we could book up in a really, really nice place the next time we travel, which will be probably October, right? And we're still not gonna. We're absolutely no gonna. We have to find the biggest shithole and stay there because it's just got so much character. There's so much fun to it. Now, and when this we... will be the podcast that the police look at when we all get murdered. <laughs> right. So fast forward to like the year, the year after that. And again, I think there's something magical about when we travel to Manchester, and I can't wait to do it again. Mm -hmm. But that last time we went down, we went down for for the love of horror, yeah, that was um, which was it upped our game yet again, right? And so it's you, you, myself, and Seb it was just the three of us, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Right. So this time there was less people, right? It was us that wanted to go down and do the job. And I said to Seb, I was <clears> like, mate, I says, now we'd been told prior uh, because the way it worked is the year previous we were at for love of sci-fi. And we were in a room and they brought all these guests in and they sat them down and we had a press conference. We were sitting there with Lou Ferrigno, right? Nick Maley, Spencer Wilden, the, ca the cast of Stranger Things. There were some heavy hitters in, in that room. And we, we're sitting was there. The, the Ghostbusters guy's name? Oh, Ray Parker Jr., mate. Hi. Ray Parker Jr., right? Yeah, we got to see that stuff live. So we're sitting there with these really cool people interviewing them. 
And there's a lot of people in there, press, right? A lot of folk like us. And they come in with their, their and mind at the time, I'm like, I'm calling these bastards out. And he's like, don't do it, Kev, man. Don't do it, you'll get us. You'll... I'm like, fucking get off us, man. I'm telling them. <laughs> right? But uh, they were very much like, very, look at me. And with our wee, with our wee pocket iPhone gadgets like this. So, and the questions they asked were arsey, very arsey kind of questions. I'm like, these aren't fans. These are here for a reason. Anyway, so the guys at Monopoly, Amy, Andy, and all the people that work really hard to, to make it what it is, set this press conference up for us in the hope that we would then contribute content to them after the show, right? This is the agreement. We do this for you. You give us these opportunities. Right, and that's how every opportunity should be. That's how every agreement should be. You and I, like us, we're, we were the only ones to put together any kind of packaged content and give back to the company. Everyone else came and they farmed it. They got to meet the actors. They got to do all these cool things, but for their own outlets, right? So I had a call before we went down to For the Lover of Horror with Amy from Monopoly. And she basically, she's the she's the person you need to get, you need you need to talk to her. She's, you know, she deals with all that kind of cool stuff. And she was like, you know, I, you know, I can give you these passes and you can come down and all that, but like, I'm a bit miffed, and we're gonna we're we're cancelling all. They basically took away all of what was there previously. Uh, and she says, so you can still come down, but we're not doing any celebrity interviews. Uh, but we would like to see what you could do for us. And if you are going to come down, we're going to do this as an exception. Bear in mind, we were the only people down there as press, right? Look around, there was no one else there. So she was like, if you're going to do this, I really want to see the effort because everybody shot on us last year. And I was like, well, we didn't. <laughs> we put the full thing together. You can still see it now. We absolutely didn't. We gave back. We went down to Further Love of Horror. We upped our game. And we gave back, therefore reinstalling that trust with Monopoly events. So then we were invited to Comic-Con Scotland. And at that point, again, it was still kind of the same thing. But because of the work we put in over those two events, we now have a better understanding with each other. Like, you know you can trust us. We're not the kind of people that go, we're, we're always about giving before we ever take. When we have a cool guest on the podcast and stuff, it's all about them. It's like, what can we do for you? Of course, it might be cool that we get the views um, because that'll help us grow in the long run. But that's really not what the heart of this show is. The heart of this show is, man, can you believe we just done that, man? That was so class. Uh. <laughs> and we can watch it and go, that was class, right? Yeah. And, and at the end of the day, if I was to get hit by a bus tomorrow, right, anyone that ever liked me or wants to remember me can come to this podcast and, and see every aspect of my personality through this, right? That that's the main thing for us and that's kind of the story as to why kind of when we went from for the love of sci-fi getting all these big guests to not so much getting them uh, it was a breakdown in in trust and it wasn't our fault but we we managed Mm. to repair that because of other people and i think that's the way you've got you've got to approach if you're ever going to do anything don't lead with how does this work for me never lead with that ever Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, we, we have uh, kind of met other people that are kind of doing a similar thing to us, and uh, they are kind of they've definitely presented as being 
all about, no, nah, I'm not doing anything for free. Who, who do they think they are sort of thing? But you always get it back in time. Karma comes around and uh, that's, it's been working for us so far. We were so close to, to getting to have a one-on-one oh. interview in a hotel room with Bolo Young. Now, mm-hmm. there may be some of you watching this, if anybody is, that, that don't know who Bolo Young is, but Bolo Young is one of the scariest bad guys to ever grace the screens in, in China and the US, anywhere. My voices went funny. You know, <clears throat> excuse me very much. Not the COVID. Um, and we were so close to having that opportunity simply because of basically being able to just say, you know what? Yeah, well, fuck it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll do things. We'll, I'll scratch your back. You scratch mine. And eventually we both get our back scratched by somebody it's else. It's not even that. We, we don't even, <laughs> they say, hey, can you scratch our back? And we go, okay. It's not even so much that we say you scratch ours, but the understanding is there though. When we do something for someone, and we always do, we have for so many different people, that when we do something, it's more our business card. Yeah. Here's what we're about, and it's not like, you know, I don't believe value has to always be monetary. Like you don't always have to have money to to prove. Like for me, we spoke we spoke to David Paulus. Right, uh, the best Thanksgiving ever. <laughs> Great independent movie, right? I was also one of the, one of the best interviews ever, man. That guy's mm-hmm. a fucking laugh. Right now, here's the thing: I still so, text him. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, same, I just, same. I just, I just take some funnies. Right, and here's <laughs> here, here's my point, though. Right, we had him on the show to talk about his movie, and in return, we got a really cool friendship. Yeah. Now, now, if he was like, "I'll pay you twenty <clears throat> pounds or twenty dollars to come on your show." I would rather have his friendship than the twenty pounds that I will never, never, like really even. It will never make any kind of dent in my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it depends on what you you truly value, as how you'll kind of go about your your ways and how you'll kind of leave your mark on people. And I think <laughs> that reminds me, we really need to speak to Jay Seals. <laughs> <laughs> we need no, no, to organize that interview. There's a plan. There's a plan for that. Uh, David is working on something. And when that something comes to fruition, then Jay and David will be here to talk about that very thing that may just be announced here on the show. Oh, cool. This <laughs> is what happens when you don't nice pay to the emails, Jay. Mike. Hey, the, I've told you this. I've told the, you. No, this. no, no. See, the, 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 this is the problem. We both... We both have access to the email account, but what happens is as soon as one of us opens an email, the other person, the notification disappears. So you've no reason to open it. So And it happens, I've done it to you. I've texted you on the days, like the day of an interview we've got with somebody. I'm like, by the way, have you told him about such and such? And I'm like, no, when did he ask for that? I'm like, ah, yesterday. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> um, so I, I, I've just tried to stop opening emails so that Kevin always gets them. But obviously this is a wee conversation that's been happening and I haven't yeah. been privy to. Uh, Mate, I've told you this. Kevin, I'll speak to you about this after class. I've told you this like three times. <laughs> <laughs> but I yeah, so I, I, it will it'll be really cool. So the the aspect of this show that we really love is getting to meet interesting people. Look at the friends that we've actually gained from doing this. Look at the mm. the, the amount of really cool people that, that we have access to chat to now on a I mean, friendly on a, on 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 that note, um, he might be watching just now. He might not, but um, Todd Todd Surprise, who mm-hmm. 
is, is basically he contributed to the the video that's that's done so well for us. Um, and he's just a normal guy. He's not a celebrity. He's just a normal guy that had a really amazing story to tell. And mm-hmm. uh, we're endlessly thankful to Todd for that. And I, that's that's the him and uh, John Edmonds as well. It's it's these conversations are the things that keep the podcast going. And we just we're just looking to meet interesting people. You know, if you've got a good story to tell, we want to we want to speak to you. You don't have to be famous, but uh, yeah, uh, that thanks Todd. <laughs> you, you've done a lot for us. Uh-huh. And uh, by the way, if you ever want us on your podcast, ask us. We'll we'll come. <laughs> I've I've never if really. You ask us, we will come. I've um, I've I, I done one pot. I went on one other person's podcast <clears throat> ever, and that was uh, Jeff Nicholson. You know, the guy that came on to talk about mm-hmm. um, you know, and we done the Ready Player One, and I've not finished Ready Player Two because it's kind of gash. <laughs> and I, don't, I don't think he's finished it either. But that's a conversation we need to have again. Uh, but I would like to go on other people's podcasts, get a double wee bit of a double promotion. But no one's ever asked me. It's probably because they don't want me on their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> who'd have thunk it? Who'd have, who'd have, who'd have thunk it? Right. Um, so I we we kind of we went to for the love of horror. We met a lot of cool people there. You all know the G Tom Mac story. We're now you know balls deep in his documentary. What's funny is he actually he te- he's, he has actually texted us during this. Even, ah, that's, even that's cool. Do you know what I mean? The, the guy that, that wrote Cry Little Sister for the Lost Boys is just texting us randomly just to say Happy Father's Day, guys. No, the, the, these, this would never be happening if it if it wasn't for the fact that Kevin saw some magic in the Kevin and J-Mac combination. <laughs> Mate, but here, here, right? Without having to kind of ramble on too much about, I mean, because pretty much gone through our story so far right but how right have i been about everything <laughs> um i can mate mate, mate what's that behind you is that your own horn why don't you <laughs> it? uh i like i like the fact that uh and i don't think i don't think i was right because happen chance it's a lot of hard work has gone into it but uh, what i really love is setting out to do stuff and then seeing it happen mm-hmm. and then Taking a step, looking at J Mac and saying, "Mind that time again, man. Mind I said this or that, man. Look, look, it's happening, man. Every damn time, every damn time. But it's class, and I think <clears throat> we're gonna we're gonna keep pushing forward. Uh, this is like every year that we've done this as really moving forward. As <laughs> a uh, every year that we've done this, it's really it's taken a step up." And I just can't see it slowing down, especially now that we've got Big Heed, uh, is what Heather Dow said. Uh, especially now we've got Heather Dow for kind of working on our team and becoming becoming our own part of the Jibber Jabber podcast, man. She's she's a jack of all trades. Also, if anybody out there has their own podcast, has their own their own uh, aspiration to have a store, give a shout because I know someone. I know someone that can she's probably more. Of, she's probably more of a Jill of all trades, to be honest, as opposed to a Jack. Oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> um, so, J Mac, before we kind of wrap the show up a bit, um, what have been your highlights of doing this Jibber Jabber podcast? What what kind of stuff did you did you never see ha- happening? 
and it's happened and you've been like, wait, wait a minute. Basically all of it. I mean, I, I, wouldn't have th- I wouldn't have thought I was the type of person to have the confidence to sit in front of a microphone live on a kind of weekly basis and just talk utter balls. But um, lo and behold, here I am. Um, getting to speak to... A personal highlight for me was speaking to John Edmonds. I mean, his story is fucking bananas. Um, he might well be bananas, but... We, we <laughs> you also to... farted when he was telling you about his dead friend. You need to find that, actually. You need to you have to find that. In fact, I'm going to let you just do that now because remember the timestamp, somebody has commented the timestamp as to the moment that I farted during that interview. And what Kevin was nice enough to do, for those of you who don't know, um, what was happening... John Edmonds uh, owns and runs a Stardust Ranch in Arizona, and he uh, allegedly has been plagued by um, basically alien um, invasion, for want of a, a better term. Um, it, he's never been abducted or anything like that, but he seems to that that property seems to attract alien attention. So he apparently allegedly has has killed some uh, extraterrestrial beings. Uh, using a samurai sword and it, it, honestly it, it sounds crazy but the, the guy tells a good fucking story right anyway during this conversation he mentions a character he mentions a, a man that he knew and i remember hearing him in a previous con- uh, uh, a previous podcast mentioning this guy and the fact that he died suddenly after after dealing with john and i brought this up on the podcast i said so so, John, I understand that Dr. Dr. Levengood, I even remember his name because I've watched the clip so often because it's fucking hilarious, said, did he die suddenly? And he's like, yes. I said, and, and his wife as well? And he's like, yep. And then he starts talking. He's like, it was a good year or so of, of kind of conversation. And then I just let go. Of... <laughs> it, it, it sounds on the podcast. It sounds on the podcast because it's been amplified by this guy. <laughs> uh, it sounds like the, the ultimate ripper of a fart. It was actually quite... a not a quiet one, but you could have skipped over it if Kevin didn't bust out laughing on camera. After. Um, so, but it is there. Have you found it? Yeah, yeah. This is kind of how it works, though, right? So he always farts on the show, right? And before we were a video podcast, we could see each other and we'd be recording it for MP3 via the microphones. And he'd lean forward and go, right? That's what I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now, but I've got it down to a T, right? I know I can I can fart I can fart right now. All I need to do is press mute and I can fart and nobody'll even know. Watch. Right. Now I want, everyone, I want everyone right that's watching at home right now, right, to to watch very closely to this clip <laughs> I'm going to play, right? So th- I'm going to just give you a quick brief briefing of what happens here, and then I want you to watch it. So he farts. Now I know his body language. I, if if he was uncomfortable right now, right, and wanted me to wrap the show up, I would know. I would know to do it just from looking at him. So I know where we're at, right? And he probably does the same with me based on our body language, based on everything. Now, when he asked that question, and I seen him leaning, I goes, that's a, that's a fart lean. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I was shocked, because this was a serious interview for us. I was so shocked. Now, when he farted, I, I started kind of laughing, right? And then tried to keep it. And now, what you need to pay attention to in this video is J-Mac and I have an eye contact with each other and trying so hard not to do this. Ha! <laughs> We are trying so hard, and it was so hard. And if you see me this, <coughs> that's me. Like that's the best part when you can right. go like this. You go, <laughs> 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 right. 
right? And if I drink, it's because I'm like, stop. Because he's talking about his dead friends, right? And Jordan's just shat. They've not they've not acknowledged any of it, right? They they can see us. We can't see them because then they've got the cameras turned on. So they can see us, right? So I'm going to share this now. We're going to watch this. <laughs> oh, here we go, man. Here we go. Right, share audio. Just give me the thumbs up if you can hear it, J-Mac, all right? Can I hear that? Nope. Are you right? But I pressed the thing that said I was to press it. I think it automatically uh, maybe reverts back every time you hit play, and you always have to do it twice. That's what it seems mm. like. Let's let's see. Here we go. I bet you it'll work now, right? Are we working? Good to hear. Yep. Right. Here we go, ladies and gents. Here we go. Look at look how different we were and everything. Uh, also, look, look, how... look how much effort Kev puts into uh, not laughing his fucking head off as soon as I farted. <laughs> here we go. Here we go. Die suddenly. Yes. Yes. Um, and and it, it was as well. Is that right? Yep. Yep. That's very true. Um, about a year. I mean, there was a good year involved here where he and I were communicating off and on. And, you know, the idea was is that he went ahead and he sent out the samples to various different universities. I mean, you know, big name universities. And <laughs> if you didn't tell him what it was, uh, you know, he just sent it out as an unknown substance and he asked people to identify it. And it kept coming back with the same information that, was that they could not identify what it was and that it was, you know, something that was capable of having uh you know the quality oh, look how, how much both of them are like oh, oh. <laughs> you you're in physical you're in physical pain <laughs> keep, keep playing keep playing oh, no. I, I want to see the <laughs> an animal or being you know some kind of organic being but yet at the same time it also had the qualities of being a plant and so uh you know dna just didn't add up and, and so they they were fascinated everybody was fascinated and, uh, you know, we were going to go ahead and hold a press conference and have, you know, the big world, you know, wide world, you know, press conference and, and <laughs> expose the whole thing and put it out there. Because uh, at one point, you know, a letter came back saying, you have proof positive that E.T. or extraterrestrial are <laughs> And, you know, these samples are in no way, shape, or form proof positive. So okay, so that that was I mean, it, it was confirmed at that point that, that this is <laughs> well, you um, just said anything because I didn't hear a word it's origin material. So and then shortly after that, um, they found him dead never, in his lab, and then the next day, so laughing lab. <laughs> what did they reckon? What was like the cause of death? I think that's it. That's it. Um, okay. The thing and, is, though. There's a part where he I don't actually remember makes to tell us you laugh, that. and I over laugh at what he said because I'm letting the laugh. I'm like, he <laughs> 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 says something like minutely funny, and I'm like, it was still uh, laughing. Natural causes or something absurd like that. Uh, that was him. The wife was. I'm drinking to stop myself that. laughing. Oh, and there's that that, oh. Bruce, that Bruce guy. Uh, that Bruce guy. Uh, I did some real. Uh, uh, <laughs> I did some real value to the conversation. Aye. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and, it, and it, it was wife as well. Just watch yep. Kevin. Don't watch me. Watch Kevin. 
um, about a year. I mean, there was a good year involved here where he and I were communicating on and, you know, the idea was he went ahead and he sent out the samples to various different universities. I mean, you know, big instant. and he didn't tell him what it was. Uh, you know, he just sent it out as an unknown substance and he asked for them to identify it. And it kept coming back with the same information. And that was that they could not identify what it was and that it was, you know, something that was uh I'm in agony as well. I know. You keep shuffling and putting your head in, but ever so often you go up and you look up at me. Right? You know, the qualities of being and that's an I animal. Look, being, I'm laughing there. Like, I'm, I'm just laughing. But yet at the same time, like, it also had the qualities of being a plant. And so, uh, you know, the DNA doesn't add up. We are telepathically communicating with each other right there. You're oh, like, I, I just farted, and I'm like, I can't hold my shit, and then you're looking up with me neither. <laughs> it's like, clearly I can't. Um, <laughs> what made, in fact, let, let's, let's strip this back a little bit. What made you go, I'm going to fart right now in the middle of this? What made you decide that that was the right thing to do? <laughs> you know how you can, you can tell by the way a fart approaches your anus, how it's going to be? Now, I kind of thought it was going to be one of these ones that would go, <laughs> and it just went, Oink. and I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting it. And uh, at that point, I, I, the thing is, it was a fact. See if see if you hadn't heard it. If you hadn't heard it, it would have just went away. But the fact <laughs> that you heard it and you just instantly went, <laughs> that's, what, that's what made it so funny. I mean, it was weird that they didn't at any point go, guys, you are right. Because up until that point, we were so professional. It was with so them. serious. And also, <laughs> I'd like you, before we go, I want you to find the clip of what you actually put out as the the finished article for that audio podcast because you amplified the fuck out of that fart. So, <laughs> so I guess he's like, so, uh, you know, you just hear, I. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, right. So this is this is what he actually put out to the masses. This is what went out over Spotify and Podbean and Apple Podcast. It's even on YouTube um, as just the audio. But this this is what he put out, and uh, aye, it's uh, it, it doesn't leave much to the imagination. We'll put it that way. Yeah, you did hear the uh, you heard it. It's very in, in that clip there. Yeah. Right now, tell me, can you hear this, J Mac? Can you hear that? No. I'm going like to contact. Do it twice, it's like twice every time. Start all of it, man. Start all of it. Uh, screen two. <laughs> Share audio. There we go. Uh, tell me, can you hear it now? No. Ah, wait a minute. What the hell is going on, man? Mate, we never have technical issues. Here we go. Right, ready? Yeah, he was, you know, he was amazed because, you know, Dr. Levengood had been the guy who was very involved with cattle mutilation. You know, that was his specialty. Uh, and, and so, you know, all of a sudden he had a ET to work with. And, uh, you know, he'd also asked me for a lot of samples from, you know. Great interview, like by the way. Great interview. And, it was. Uh, various different 
soil samples and all sorts of things. And so, you know, it, it wasn't one package that I sent him. I sent him, a, you know, quite a few different things. And mm-hmm. um, um, again, this is just from what I remember. I, I heard you on a previous, uh, another podcast a while ago, and I, I think you said that, that did, did, Lord, did Dr. Levengood, did he, did he die suddenly? Here it comes. Yes, yes. Um, and and it, then it, his it was, wife as well, is that right? Yep. Yep, that's very true. Um, about a year, I mean, there was a good year involved here where he and I were communicating off and on. And, you know, the idea was he said, you want to have out the samples to very. And the best it is, right? The best of it is when I initially put that full episode out, right at the start, I'm like, guys, J Mac farts in this episode. If you can timestamp it in the comments section and say jibber jabber uh jibber jabber podcast or something you'll get a free t-shirt by jmac right you're like no you don't but i edited it the bit where you're like no you don't so <laughs> they were like right cool someone on our youtube actually time stamps it and i click on it and it takes you right to the far <laughs> 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 so you can't get a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs> by the way oh. if that person is watching we now have a store uh contact us jibber jabber scotland.gmail.com or head to our dot com website jibberjabberpodcast.com go to the contact part and uh, you will get you hooked up with that t-shirt uh, Heather no they didn't get a t-shirt we didn't have a store girl at the time we had we no had intention to- of giving them a t-shirt Kev just throws us into shit that we don't expect to ever have to fulfill <laughs> we will give them a t-shirt ah, mate exactly hey do you know what's a really funny thing really funny thing is mind uh, <laughs> we used to run competitions <laughs> folk, folk would contact us and be like, did anybody win that? And I'd just delete. Yeah, that, um, I think technically that's fraud. Um, <laughs> but we never got any money from it. That's it true. Never, that's true. It was, it was just like, yeah, let's do this. And then we just forget to do it. We were so unprofessional back then. <laughs> uh, but it was, it was class. And I've had a. I've had a class run of this podcast. I've, I can easily say that between family life, working, and this podcast is my life. That is it. Like that is all I do. If I'm not, if I'm not working, hanging out with my family, I am doing podcast stuff mm-hmm. all the time. It just never stops. But the really cool thing about it is, is the amount of work that does go into this isn't something i feel is a chore i look forward to it. i wake up hungry to get stuck in i really enjoy it and i love it and that for everyone and this is kind of how we'll probably end this show talking about the the values of doing the things that you love right the whole purpose to this is to create something that we love that's a hobby and if like we always got into this you know it'll be a hobby but there could be more to it let's see how it goes right I'd be lying yeah. if I said, if I said, you know, I can't, uh, I can't see it happening. I've always seen it from the beginning, and I still see it. I still see this becoming something that we could do full time. And all you need to do is look at the fact that we've been a podcast coming on three years now, and we're we're monetized. We make money doing this when we didn't before, mm-hmm. and that kind of speaks to the fact that you know if we we've been able to do that with no no advertisements no money for ad revenue uh, no ad revenue no money for advertising and we've done it purely consistently out of the love of doing it i think that kind of speaks to 
how we will make that happen. And I truly believe it will happen. This will become something where it's like, well, look at this. We actually can leave our actual nine to five. This can be our thing. And I think it's just a matter of time. Yeah. Just need to keep plugging away at it. And that's it. Like, and it, nothing, nothing ever happens without effort except winning the lottery. Winning the lottery is the only thing that is pretty much effortless. Um, but, you're but statistically, statistically, you're not going to do that. It does happen. Someone does yeah. fall down a well <clears> and find <throat> gold. That does happen, but it doesn't happen for everyone. And I, yeah. I always think, do what you love. This is kind of the way the world works now. We live in a society where you can make money doing anything. You can become rich doing anything. You can survive doing anything. So why not pick the thing you love most and do it? I, I, see, five, ten years ago, did I ever think, Kev, the podcaster, Mm -mm. never entered my head at all mm -hmm. this kind of just became a thing and i've really loved it and i look forward to it yeah also obviously we've got the, the documentary that's happening in the background somewhere <laughs> um covid's kind of screwing us on that and we've obviously got the wee feature that we, we're working on as well which is that's really exciting for me as well always wanted to to be in or and or make a film so this way I get to do both, which is amazing. <laughs> it's going to be... And we, we do little productions here there. Like I say, we're a jack of all trades. And if you watch that uh, Don't Quit the Jibber Jabber, which was a mini documentary that was made on us by Todd, who is an extended member of what we do. There's people like Seb, Todd, Scott yeah. Kempick. That are, they are part of what we do. They just, they're not full-time on what we do. But yeah. they are very much a part of our our jibber jabber family and uh we do little productions and we will be doing more as you've seen recently the braveheart <laughs> which was basically <laughs> you just saying yeah i'll dress kevin up in a wig get my fake horse and i was like all right and then you were like i've just ordered the stuff i was like well i take it that's happening then <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's yeah, great man it's so, it's so funny to watch but the funniest things it's, it's like the wee things in it it's like the the, the random wee trots between positions that are just not needed they just make it well, really funny william wallace trotted up and down so it's kind of like that isn't it? <laughs> william uh, wallace which by the way that was a good for for the amount of time it took us that was actually really well shot and was actually really decent yeah we, we, only we were only shooting for about two hours at the most mm -hmm. so. and you you can actually go to bathgate cinema and you'll see that on the big screen that advert actually <laughs> comes on the big screen yeah. for the movies me go and see that <laughs> and i can't wait i'll be there this coming week to go see the father which you can catch us on thursday for uh the box office banter which is a show we love to do also there is a new show coming i will tell you that and i'm going to give you a little bit of a of a sneak peek here right this there there will be a new jibber jabber show coming fairly soon um it kind of took a back seat when we started the box office banter but it is on its way and it will happen and uh it is going to be a game show style of a of a podcast, one where you can interact, and it will be called Battle Flex. It's such a yeah, cool name. Who came up with that one again? Did you I come up with that? Did you? I did. did I did. You? That was mine. That was my. That was my brainchild about two and a half years ago. <laughs> um, Maybe. I'm gonna. Oh no! I've got to focus again. I'm probably gonna die. <laughs> uh, but, but 
it has yeah. been something that we planned on doing, even when it was back as Kevin whatever. That has been something that we we always kind of did plan to do, and it just just seems the stars aligned, everything's in the right place for us to do it now. Uh, but keep your eye open for that. It's actually going to be amazing. A lot of the stuff's already been made and put together for it. It's just a case of when. When is the right time to do it? Yeah, I'm just trying to get myself in focus here. Uh, maybe if I bring my face right up to the camera. Like, why is my camera being such... Uh, it's been a dick, man. Yeah, it is. It is. So, J-Mac, what would you like to, to see happen in the next in the next year for the Jibber Jabber podcast? What, what, what do you see happening and where would you like to see it happening? In the next year, I want to see obviously a lot more of the cinema events. Uh, I want to see. I want to see a lot more of them. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's something that we can keep going. I'm sure. And uh, on top of that, more conventions uh, with actually full access, full access to everybody that's there. I think that's that's definitely on the cards. Um, I just. And I want to get this this film made. I want to get this wee horror film done. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've ever actually announced it, but we're going to try and make a wee horror film just for shits and giggles. Um, so that's that's where that's that's what I'm excited for. Yeah, it's going to be cool. All these cool stuff. My uh, my I'm getting a, a notification telling me that my signal is unstable. I'm plugged in via Ethernet. I don't think it's unstable, but. I think we should wrap the show up before it kicks me off again. We have to come back <laughs> just to say goodbye. And I'm sitting here all out of focus. Hold on. <laughs> he's, he's gone again. He's gone. Um, oh, no. 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 no uh, still still out of focus. So thanks everyone who has stuck with us watching the show tonight. This really isn't a podcast show as per se. It's more of a hangout for us to kind of shoot the breeze with you guys and shoot the breeze with each other. It's 100 episodes of this podcast. And as far as a formatted show goes, this hasn't quite been that, but that's not what it was ever intended to be. So this is exactly what it was intended to be. <laughs> uh, so I've really enjoyed kind of sitting here and celebrating that with you guys. What about you, J-Mac? Yeah, there's a lot more that we could have gone into, but we just don't have the time because bed is calling. Um, but yeah, it was. It's been. It's been a great hundred episodes. Here's to another hundred, two hundred, three hundred. I don't care how many more. Let's just keep mm-hmm. keep them coming, keep them going. Keep mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you guys see us out and about, come up, say hi. You'll see us at the conventions all throughout the year. If you've got somewhere you'd like us to be, give us a shout. We're gonna really up our game when the COVID doors close and the world's doors open back up, you're going to see us at a lot more things. You're going to see us on a lot more stuff. Uh, we're here. We're here to stay. Heather Dow, fun time, guys. Thanks very much. Thank you. She's been an yes, absolute... Thank you very much. She's been an absolute supporter from the beginning. So she's uh, definitely part of the JJF, the Jibber Jibber <laughs> family. <laughs> Remember, guys, you can always go to www.jibberjibber.com jibberjabberpodcast.com yeah. uh, <laughs> Hi, you can contact us there if you ever want us to do a show you think you'd be cool enough to come on and do a show with us you think you've got interesting stuff you like to talk about that's it, if you've got, if you've got a good story if you've had a, a, if you've lived in a haunted house or you've you've known somebody that, that's lost a limb and fucking grew it back, whatever it is doesn't matter how silly you might think it is bring it on, we'll talk to you about it and we'll keep it respectful Absolutely, and we always hey, if we can do that with a guy that's samurai sword 14 different aliens and then FedEx them to his pal, you'll be <laughs> you'll be all right. Um, Heather Dow does say, Remember, 
the 15% off if you order in the next 24 hours to celebrate the 100th episode of Jibber Jabber Podcast. We're not saying our t-shirts are all that, but we are, because they are all that. <laughs> so go, go buy one. Why not? The money doesn't essentially, I mean, the money pays for itself. So, I mean, it's a service that we and Heather are providing for you guys if you want it. It literally just pays for itself. So go get one. That's it. And that that is the that's the show. It's been a it's been a blast again. Um, what about someone that chopped a thumb off in a school? Yep, I actually do intend on getting our own father on the podcast at some point, just to tell his story because my dad's had a really good story. Um, mm-hmm. I have spoken to him about it. Um, it kind of took a, a bit of a sideline for a while, but it's something I want to do at some point because he's had a really interesting life, and it's a good story to hear. Anyway, that's exactly. that's us. That's that's the end of the show. <laughs> that's um, it. <laughs> that's it. So jabberjabberstore.co.uk, jabberjabberpodcast.com. You know where we are. Let's just keep the ball rolling. Keep listening. Keep watching. Do everything that you've been doing and tell your friends. That's one thing we don't we, we forget to mention this. If you like watching our show and listening to the podcast, tell your pals about it. Get them to watch it. If they don't like it, tell them to fuck off. Nice to see you again. And uh, we'll catch you on uh, episode 101. Mm-hmm. And again, a huge thank, a huge thank you to Scott Kempick and Andy Pullen mm-hmm. for their really cool intro. Uh, what I am going to play now is, you know that I spent my time making a wee rock song as our new intro before we got that really cool new intro. It's now going to be our outro. Uh, so before that comes up, I'm just going to play a wee, just a wee something that kind of puts in perspective our last couple of years um, and then the show will end so thank you everybody for joining us this week uh, back to the proper shows <laughs> uh, coming Thursday we've got the box office banter with the father we'll be reviewing that spoiler free yeah. and then the week after that we will be back with it's a, it's a cool guest and we will announce it via social media for you guys to to see but this this one, that one is going to be a fucking class one so we're looking forward to that so again Thank you, everyone. Thanks for supporting us then, now, and always. Uh, wait a second, we've got two comments. Bet there will be Jay Fart in there. Class. So, <laughs> on that note, enjoy the rest of your night, guys. Enjoy the rest of your week, and we will see you on the flip side.